morning, brethren. Good morning, God bless you all. Amen. Good morning, Pastor. Thank you for <clears throat> inviting me this morning to be with the brethren. I greet you all and uh, happy Easter to all of us in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. I believe we are all still in the spirit of Easter. So this morning I'll, I'll be talking to all majorly on what Easter has come to accomplish for us. Uh, Jesus said, after he rose from the dead, let's, let's open our Bibles to Matthew chapter 28 and verse 18. Matthew 28 verse 18. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me, in heaven and on earth. All power, all power is given unto me in heaven and on earth. We all knew that the power on the earth was given to Adam. Uh, the Bible says, the heavens of the heaven is of the Lord, but the earth has he given to the sons of man. But we all know the story very well. We're all Bible students. Uh, Satan lost the power to Adam. I mean, uh, Adam lost the power to Satan. Satan collected the authority and began to use it to rule on the earth. It was Adam that was given authority and power and dominion over the earth. Remember in Genesis chapter 1 from verse 26, when God made man in his own image, the Bible said he gave him power and authority you know, to trend, I mean, to 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 over the air, over the things on the earth, on the air, you know, and um, under the earth, in the sea, and on the land. All these powers were given to Adam, but unfortunately, Satan collected it and then started using the power to torment man. Started using the power to 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 destabilize man, to cheat man, to rob man. Every time anybody that needs any little power must bow to him. And that was why when Jesus came, he thought that, well, everybody, everyone who had been born before then, in one way or the other, had bowed to his, his, his you know, to that power. And he thought Jesus would do the same. But he didn't know that Jesus came to collect the power from him. And the Bible says in the book of, uh, I think, Colossians chapter 2, verse 15, uh, if you read different versions, it said the Lord Jesus stripped the devil of um, naked and he made a show of him. You know, he made a, one, one version say he made a spectacle of him, he made an open show. Now, when you strip somebody naked and uh, walk with the person on the street, you know that that is the highest uh, uh, <clears throat> dehumanization you can do to a man. So, Satan was terribly to put it that way, dehumanized because he was stripped naked. Jesus took uh, all power from him. The power that Adam had, Jesus, that he took from Adam, Jesus took it from him. The power that Satan also took from heaven and ran to the earth with it. You know, Jesus also took it from him. So that's why today Satan doesn't have power. He only have devices. 
The Bible never told us to be aware or be weary of Satan's power. I say no. We should be, we should be, we should not be mindful of his devices, his corny ways. He knows he loves the power, so he has to use gimmicks. It's just like all those who deceive people, Yahoo, Yahoo people. It's not as if they have power to take your money, but through deception, through fraudulent means. So, so these are the works that Satan does these days. It's very fraudulent, it's very manipulative. And so Jesus said, Behold, I give unto you power. Now, Jesus said, you know, all power is given to me. Now, when Jesus died, when everybody died, you know, we are seeing the spirit of Easter. They say, rest in peace, rest in peace. But when Jesus died, Jesus did not rest in peace. Jesus went straight to AIDS. He went straight to hell. You know, because that is where the battle is. It's just that death is transition to the next place of battle. And so Jesus went there. When he got to 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 hills, you know, the, everybody was shouting, "Abomination! Abomination! Abomination!" Why? Because in hell there's no light there, and the light of the world got into hell and lightened the place. And Satan was looking for where to hide, but there was no hiding place for him. Jesus said, "Well, I'm not here for stories. I'm not here to fellowship with you. I am of light, you of darkness. All I came for is that give me that key, the keys of hell." And death, the key that you used to torment, is key that you used to oppress humanity. I've come to collect it from you. That power that you use against them, that I gave them, that you took from them, and you are using it against them. That is why I'm here to collect it. And Jesus collected the, the keys of hell and death, power to bind, to lose. He collected it from Satan and he lifted up the key. And say, Behold, I give unto you the keys of the kingdom. Whatever you bind shall be bound, whatever you lose shall be loosed, whatever you decree shall be established. You know, in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, when his disciples, after Jesus had risen from the dead, and his disciples were waiting for instruction, Jesus said, You shall receive power. Just go and wait for me. Let me finish all the protocols. Go to heaven, bank the blood, and then you know, do the necessary meeting with the Father, how you are going to continue with the ministry. And Jesus, Jesus said, okay, I'm going to visit you. And go, and, go, go and wait in the upper room for me. And then, after a few days, the power of God came down. And now, the church has become so powerful. So this morning, we'll be talking about the power, the power of God, the importance of this power in our lives, how it is so important for every one of us to, to, to be soaked in the power of God. Yeah, we, we all know that Jesus had the power to, to, to live well on the earth. He came to this earth and he lived well. He came to this earth and he was successful. He came to this earth and there was no any inhibition. It was because it was due to power. Jesus came and lived well. Jesus came and he was well protected. It's just like a lion. A lion does not need security. Anywhere you keep a lion, a lion can always keep itself. He doesn't need megad. He doesn't need security. He doesn't need anything to anything to guide it. He can guide itself, can protect itself. That is the kind of children that God wants us to be. God doesn't want us, us to be vulnerable. God doesn't want us to be weak. 
And so Jesus Christ came to collect power and to hand over that power to us. Even in the word of God, it is said that as Christ is, so are we in this world. So Jesus Christ, Christ came to establish many, many Jesuses on the earth. So we, we are the ambassador of Jesus Christ. We are the, we, we are the carrier of what Jesus carried. Oh yes, that's what the Bible said, the same power that raised Jesus from the grave, that same power resides on the inside of us. You see, Jesus himself knew that life without power would be, would be, would be boring. Life without power would be a wasted life. Life without power is like cooking without fire. Life without power is like market without business. Life without power is like cooking without salt, cooking without the sweetener. Everything will just look tasteless. It will, it will just be uninteresting. Man will be vulnerable to, to a lot of attacks, a lot of insinuation, manipulations of Satan. But Jesus Christ knew that he was going and he wanted us to be authority on the earth as he was the authority on the earth. Because Jesus said, as long as I am in the world, I am in the light of the world. But now Jesus is not in the world, and we are the one that are in the world. If you read uh, John chapter 17, now Jesus said that, um, that, that, that we might have, you know, that we too should be the light of the world and be the salt of the earth. Now how can it be? How can we, how can we, if we don't have authority, if we don't have power, if we don't have what it takes to stand our ground, if we don't have what it takes to, to decree and see it being established, if we don't have what it takes to, to have our way, it's, it's, it will not be beautiful. What if Jesus Christ has been subject to human power, subject to, to, to you know, to, to, to failure? I mean, today we will not be having salvation. So Jesus Christ came to give unto us power. And how did Jesus use this power? Briefly, let us just even look the beauty of power. The beauty of power, Jesus Christ, just through power that he saved us. We're not saved by negotiation. We're not saved by diplomacy. Jesus Christ rescued us. He took power to bring us out of the dungeon, out of the pit, out of the, out of the hands of Satan, out of hell. That he locked Satan, locked hell, and put the key in his pocket. So Jesus Christ had to defeat him, had to fight him, collected the key. So we were not saved by, by, by negotiation. No, it was not diplomacy. The Bible says in John chapter 1, verse 12, as many as received him, God has given them power. So it takes power to be saved. It takes power to rescue people. It's, it's the, the, the power of sin. It leads to death. The power of sin leads to condemnation. It takes a higher power to, to deliver, to save. So Jesus, with his power, he used his power, this power at his disposal, which he generated. He used this power to rescue us. We were all, we were, we were all in chains of the devil. We were all bound, you know, by, by the chains of, of the enemy. But Jesus Christ came 
and use his power to release us, to set us free, to break the chains, break the chains of sin. So today we are free. Today we say sin have no dominion over us. Today we say sin have no power over us. Today we sing, we rejoice. We are free. Today, every one of us listening to me, I know that today, if anybody dies today, it's going to heaven. Sin has no power. Has no, it, it has no jurisdiction over us. It takes power to set people free. So Jesus used the available power that uh, unto him to set us free. So, so that's how powerful power is. That's how great power is, you know. Um, uh, again, Jesus used the power available to him to heal the sick. So many people were bound in sicknesses. The Bible says in, in Acts 10, 38, the Bible says, our God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth who went about doing good, healing, healing all that were oppressed by the devil, healing all that were oppressed by the devil. Jesus rose from the dead. This, 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 this is still Easter. We are still in the month of April, the month of Easter. And I want us to know that power is available to us to heal the sick as well. Jesus used the power available to him to heal the sick. We are praying to be healed. We are to go and heal people. Because we have overcome sickness, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. In First Peter chapter 2, verse 24, he says, He himself bore our sicknesses, bore our pains, and by his stripes we were healed. We were healed. So as, as long as we are healed, we are to go and heal others. We are not, we are not to be begging for healing. We are not beggars. We are takers. Because the Bible says we have become partakers by the virtue of Jesus dying on the cross. We have become partakers. Partakers mean partakers. You are taking your part. I am taking my part. And every part is 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 as strong as the other. There's no weak part in Jesus. So every part we take in Jesus, even the hem of his garment, is sufficient for healing. So Jesus uses power to heal the sick. Remember that man that was at the put of Bethesda? Or is it the woman that was having the issue of blood for 12 years? Or was it the paralyzed man that they brought in stretchers and they had to break the roof? Every where Jesus went, that was, he was healing the sick. He was doing good. He used the power. He, doing good. So it takes power to do good. It's, it, it, some people say, ah, Oh, I, I wish I can do this thing. It's when you are powerless that you begin to live in the realm of wishes. But when there is power, that's why they say if wishes were horses, beggar will ride one. But no, beggars can't ride the horse because why? It doesn't have power to do so. So, but when power is available, it, it must be used. It must be used, and power is being made available to us. The reason why Jesus went to the cross is to purchase power for us to succeed, power for us to live, power for us to do good. And part of doing good, healing the sick, is healing the sick. We say, what did Jesus use power for? To save humanity, number one, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, and whosoever believeth in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. Second one, Jesus used his power to heal the sick. He used power to heal the sick men. Bible said people were healed. Those who were bound were healed. Blind were healed. Lame walked. Even Lazarus came out from the dead. That's how powerful the, the power is. So power, as as it was, the, as it's been described, you know, uh, physically in physics, in in elementary physics, they say 
Power is the rate at which work is done. That's elementary physics power. is the rate of doing work. Like energy is measured in joules, electricity is measured in white. We want to determine capacities of machines or appliances. We talk about uh, they, are, they are usually rated in horsepower and all that. So it depends on, we say, oh, this car is, uh, uh, is um, this, this AC air conditioner is, three horsepower, two horsepower, one horsepower, and all that. So even everything is categorized according to the, their capability, according to what they can do by time. So so also, that's how power is rated. So Jesus used his power to do to multiply food, to multiply food. Multiplying food here, food here stands for welfare, stands for well-being. It stands for well-being. Jesus could not be embarrassed. When they were asking, hey, where is your money? Come and pay tax and pay for all of you that are here. He used power to bring fish, to bring money out of the mouth of the fish. That's what the power can do. Power, power gets results from nothing. And I'm praying for someone today that the power of God that will rest upon you this morning will mm -hmm. make nothing for you in the mighty name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. out, of nothing, out of nothing. That was how Elijah used the power of God available to him to bring rain out of cloudless sky. There was no there was no cloud. The boy said, well, I just saw a cloud like, it's like the, the hand of a man, you know? What is the hand of a man? That's very minute, that's very little, you know? But he believed that, oh, if it is the hand of God, he is handable. He believes, and from nothing, from nowhere, rain, the man said, no, no one that rain has to be the king. Because the king did not see any sign, didn't see any evidence, he didn't see any proof. Where is the rain coming? Where is the cloud? If there will be rain, cloud must gather. Cloud didn't gather, nothing happened. But that's what the power of God does. Even with even with, with without any sign, without anything that makes it look like that, the power of God makes things to happen. So I'm trusting God this morning. That the power that makes things happen is going to come upon someone listening to me, someone pray with me this morning. That mm -hmm. power of God will that that makes something out of nothing. That power is going to hit you this morning, and you will go mm -hmm. forth from here. You will live well, and people around you will live well in the mighty name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Amen. From 13 to 21, Jesus multiplied food as welfare. That's welfare, well-being, living well. You know, Jesus did that. Number four, Jesus rebuked the wind. Jesus rebuked the wind. In the place where I come from, in, a, in my tribe, you know, they talk about wind. They, they call it EG, you know. And when somebody is being disturbed, they will say, Kai, it's the wind. It's the wind. It's the, the wind of the world or something like that. You say, it's the wind. It's wind. The wind is blowing that family. This one happened. That one happened. Every strange wind around your family this morning is rebuked in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, now Jesus used his power to rebuke the wind. Jesus used his power to stop problems. Jesus used his power to defeat attacks of the devil. When we talk about wind, we're talking about the attacks of the devil. We're talking about wind. We're talking about the works of Satan. We're talking about about the things that destabilizes man, things that upsets man, things that you know that that unseat man, things that brings confusion to life. That's what mm. we call storm. They call it storm, you know. But everything that is bringing confusion, everything that is 
is trying to unseat you, everything that is trying to destabilize you, I command the wind to cease this morning in the name of Jesus. Amen. Arose and they built the wind. The Bible says, and the wind ceased. This morning is not just the wind in your life that is about to cease. You also wind in people's life, people that walk with you, people that live with you, people that live around you. Every storm in their life comes to an end in the name of Jesus, mm-hmm. which means morning the power of God is made available to you. Whatever you have about, whatever you do, whatever you decree whatever you desire there is power coming to you this morning in God is releasing power this morning power for us to do exploit power for us to want the captives free power for us power for us to, to rebuke the wind, power for us to do good work. The Bible says, God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with power with the Holy Ghost. The Bible says, He went about doing good. You cannot have power and not go about doing good. Oh, yes, when power comes, you just go about doing good because power is about doing good. Power is not about feeling good. No, it's about doing good. It's not about feeling good, it's about doing good. So this morning, I trust the Lord. There is releasing power upon. Oh, I feel I sense the power of God. Right now, as I'm speaking, I sense that power. And I command in the name of Jesus that this power be released to you now. Be released to you now. Be healed. Be healed. Be delivered. The power of God this morning to go about doing good and healing the sick. That's what it is, man. In the book of Matthew, verse 39, Luke chapter 8, verse 24, Jesus was going, and then the devil, the devil arose like a wind. And the Bible says, Jesus rebuked the wind. I like that. Jesus rebuked the wind. You can't stop me. You're unstoppable. When you have power, nobody stops you. Nobody stops you. Oh, yes. That's when police people on the road, nobody stops them because they have the power to shoot you. If you want to stop them, you can stop the military, the army. No, they have the power. They are licensed to shoot, to kill. And that's why people are afraid of them. People don't just challenge them. You can't just be challenging a soldier on the road. He has power in his hand. That thing, if you don't have a gun, you don't carry anything. He carries something that can take away life. So that is how it is. From today, nobody stops you in the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, in Jesus' power to overcome Satan. Jesus said, Satan came, but he had nothing in me. That's John chapter 14, verse 30. He said, Satan came, he had nothing in me, nothing, nothing. So, so Satan cannot deposit anything in you. Satan does, cannot have any foothold in your house. Satan does not have any place in your parlor, in your bedroom, in your kitchen. There is no place for Satan. As long as the power of God is with you, as long as the power of God is walking with you, Satan has no place. So Jesus says, Satan came, he had nothing in me. Because Satan, because the power of God was available to him to defeat every manipulation of Satan. Now let's go to the next one. The the Bible says, Jesus, you know, uh, used his power to perform miracles. Miracles, he walked on the sea. He made water out, he made wine out of water. That is that that, that, that is what it is. 
Needs can be met miraculously, mysteriously. I've seen needs being met, you know, uh, a, a, a missionary we were discussing last week. A missionary went to one of the states in Nigeria, in Kenby states. We, 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 our office is just in the same place. And then we're, we're discussing. And he said, Daddy, they just went for, uh, uh, what do you call it, a mission work in Kenby State, you know. And um, everybody, you know, those of you who know about Nigeria, you know there's first scarcity seriously multi now. For the past two months, it's we, we go through a lot to even get the petrol. So he said, they, they just got to that place and they were looking for black market to buy. They didn't see fuel. And then um, he just said, God said, just keep driving. And they were to drive hundreds of kilometers. And they kept on driving. And they kept on driving. Instead of their fuel, so it's, it's unbelievable. Instead of the fuel to, to, to start reducing, by the time they stopped in one place and said, Kai, he said, the man said he was not even checking. He said, this thing, you were just, you were just driving. And then he discovered, ah, he called the brother, he packed this guy, said, brother, come and see the, the our fire gauge, our fire gauge, that's reason. <laughs> Is this thing having fault? No, he didn't have fault because they were children of God. And because uh, the Bible says, God, Jesus Christ, is the same yesterday. Is the same today and is the same forevermore. Hallelujah. Yeah. Remember how Jesus met thousands of people with little loaf of bread and, and five, I mean, two pieces of, of, of fish, and Jesus and Jesus fed thousands by that. So, even in our generation, this missionary, I know him very well. Even when he was in the university, I knew him. I used to go and preach, you know, in their place and all that. So, so I've known somebody I've known. It's not somebody that exaggerates. God, the Holy Spirit, as they kept on moving, the Holy Spirit keep on filling the tank, kept on filling the tank. As they were moving, as they were moving, the Holy Spirit. So God, the, the work of power has not stopped. The work of signs and wonders have not stopped. Jesus did all manner of signs and wonders. He walked on the sea. Actually, this principle will not allow that emphasis. Those of us who, 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 who read physics, we know that Archimedes principle will not allow anybody to, to work on the, you know, on the water. No, 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 no. It's, it's, it's contrary to Archimedes principle. But Jesus did it because, because of power. He turned water into wine because of power. He, 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 did, he did so many things, you know, unthinkable. He called a man that was buried for four days. Jesus, Jesus said, let's go and wake him up. And Jesus got there and called the man that was dead and buried, four days dead and buried. And the man still answered to Jesus, well, that's what, that's what power can do. Everything answers to power. I am praying for you that God is deposited power upon you this morning. And everything will answer to this power. This is about God that is being released this morning. Everything shall answer to it. The issue of your family shall answer to it. The issue of your ministry. They shall answer to it. Your, your spirit needs an answer to power. Your financial answer to power. Your needs an answer to power. Your money needs an answer to power. In the name of Jesus. That is, is, is good in doing. And I so much like it because Jesus demonstrated that power and also, also give us the marching order. To go and demonstrate as well. Thank, thank God, thank, thank you, Jesus. 
Jesus did. Jesus is not like man that is selfish or self-centered. No. Mm. Jesus had the power and he gave it out. He said, go and use it. And you see me use the power to heal the sick. You see me use power to save sin. You see me use power to multiply food. Go and do likewise. You see me use power to rebuke the wind. You see me, you know, use power to, to walk on the sea, to multiply food to people. I also give you the same power. Look at verse 19 of Luke chapter 10, verse 19. Jesus said, behold, I give unto you power. <laughs> I like that. I give unto you power to tread on serpents. I give you power over Satan. Serpents here means the devil. Scorpions here means demons. So whether they be demons, whether they be devils, we have power over them. And over all, over all, the over all the power of the devil, over all the power of the enemy, over all the power of witches, over all the power of sickness, over all the power of oppression. Amen. This morning, receive power over all. Power over all. From today, nothing stops you. From today, you don't stop. You receive power over all. Over the devil, over the over sicknesses, over afflictions, over whatever it is. He gave them power over all. Power over all. So we have power over the devil. Number two, he gave us, he gave them power to get wealth. In, in, in Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 28, verse 18, is a money answers to, 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 to power. Wealth answers to power. That's why people of the world, they will go and join cults, go and join all manner of things so that they can, so that they can gain power, so that, so that, you know, because they know that wealth answers to power. That's why you see them joining Illuminati, you just see them joining Rosicrucian, all different things. It's just, it's just for, for them to, because they know that that money does not just answer to sweat. It does not just answer to skill. You know, skill, sweat, they will sustain you. They give you sustenance. Your sweat can give you sustenance. Uh, but when we talk about real wealth, it takes power to get it. It takes power to draw it. It takes power to attract it. And the Lord said uh, that, that in Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy, just, just read it briefly before we pray, Deuteronomy chapter, Deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse 18. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 18, it says, But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power. I thank God that I'm not the giver of power this morning. God is the one giving you power. God knows that you need it. Let me tell you, life without power is like cooking without fire. And we all know how long it will take to cook without fire. We all know how long. I mean, it's so it's 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 it's, it's like man without breath. It's a living without breath that is life without power. It's, it will be meaningless. It will be, it will be full of struggles, struggles full of, you know, anxieties and, and regret and had I known. So God knows that you, me and you, we need money. Me and you, we need money. Money to preach the gospel. Money to be a blessing to our generation. Let me tell you, many times people complain to you that there are things you love to do, but you don't you don't have the capacity. You don't have the power. The power, the means is not in your hand. And it pains you sometimes. And it makes you regret. Why? Because you want to do it, but there's no power to do it. From now henceforth, whatever God is bringing your way, there is power to actualize it. 
power to actualize your dream. Power to 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 to, to do what is in your hand. He said the Holy Ghost, the anointing of God. He said it's coming upon you, and you you will be turned into another man. He said that's what, and and it shall come to pass that. That when whenever you get to any situation, you will do as occasion serves you. Which means, you know, that the power to do and undo was released upon Saul. You, I like that. You will turn to another man. I like it. But the one I like most is that you will be do. You will do as occasion serves you. Which means, whatever comes to your heart, you have power to do it. You, 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 you have power to operate in a realm that nothing stops you. You don't desire a thing and you will not be able to do it. But you know, power for capacity, power for capability. You know, that, that's, that's it. And today, God is releasing power for capacity, power for capability. He said, I, the Lord, not another person. I, the Lord, I give you power to get wet. So take it now in the name of Jesus. God is giving it. That's one of the things the resurrection has bestowed upon us. The resurrection of Jesus. Jesus did not die and rose again for nothing. No, no, no. He came to equip us, to empower us, to endure us. And one of the endearment of the power is power to attract wealth. Power not to be broke. Power to always have power to always have an ability to be able to do. The Bible said that 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 will always have. Even Paul was saying that in the book of Corinthians. Power to always have. Power to always live in abundance. Jesus said the devil came to steal, to kill and to destroy. But I have come that you may do what? May have life. Jesus also came to heal the sick. In in Luke chapter 9, from verse 1, he gathered the disciples, and the Bible said, He breathed upon them and told them, He said, Receive power, go and heal the sick, go and raise the dead, go and do this, go and do that. He gave them power. The Bible said, He called the disciples and gave them power. This morning, the Lord is giving you power in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Giving you power in the name of Jesus. He called his 12 disciples together and gave them power. He is the giver of power. He doesn't hold it. He knows you need it. So he gives it. He gives it. He he gave them power. And when, and when he gave them power, they came and said, Satan was subject to us. Everything was subject in your name. So this morning, as we are receiving power as well, let everything be subject to you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Under your feet in the name of Jesus. Amen. Kiss the dust under your feet in the mighty name of Jesus. Power to cast out devil. Power to preach and to be a witness of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's what that's what that's what it means. So how do we provoke this power? How do we provoke this power? Because this power is just latent. It's just it's just like a potential power. You know, in physics, that's what we call potential energy. The the, the energy is there, but it's is 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 not in fact it's not working. It just have potential, have ability, but but it's not being it's not coming out the way it's supposed to come out. So so how do we provoke it? How do we bring it out? Number one is 
to be connected to Jesus. The Bible says, as many as received him, he's giving them power. You see, everything about God is power. Everything, every power is required even to be saved. Power is required to lead. Power is required to walk. Power is required for there is no aspect of our life that power is not a serious requirement. So, so we need to be connected to the source of power. Everything in our house, your television will not work if it's not connected to the source of power. Your cooker, your electric cooker is not going to function if it's not connected to power. That's what it means. So everything is connected. The car, the car is not going to move. There is a battery that has to power it that you have to start the car, you know. It's you know, before it to start, that's power. Everything must be connected uh, before they can move. Number two. Uh, Jesus said, we will find him when we seek him with our whole heart. That's Jeremiah 29, verse 13. Number three, uh, he said, you will receive, you, to be filled with the Holy Ghost. In Acts of Apostles, chapter 1, verse 8, he said, you will receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. After the Holy Ghost. So as so, so one, of the, one of the ways by which we receive power is speaking in tongues, receiving the Holy Ghost, being filled with the Holy Ghost. Just keep speaking. When you are doing that, you are <laughs> you are generating power. You know, power is generated. You need to generate it. Everyone knows the mechanic, whether it be mechanical power, whether it be electrical power, power is generated. You need to generate it. You just can't find it lying low on the street. No, you have to generate it and fix it. You know, that is it. It cannot manifest power. Except you generate, that's why Jesus said you have to be filled with the Holy Ghost. So it begins. So if you have not been filled with the Holy Ghost this morning, as we begin to pray, I want you to open your mouth and begin and receive the Holy Ghost and be filled with the Holy Ghost with the evidence, the initial evidence of speaking in tongues. That's what it means. Number four, by loving the Lord with the Word of God. The Word of God also is a serious conveyor. Of, um, of 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 power, he said. The word that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. The word of God is spirit. That the spirit of every word, every word carry spirit, carry power of God. He said, the word I speak to you. That man, Peter, did not want to want to dip his net again because he had he had he had walked and walked overnight and did not catch anything. But when Jesus said, "Okay, launch into the deep," he said, "Well." I wouldn't have done this, but your word is not a word that can be rejected. Your word cannot be discarded. Say, at your word, by your word, I am going to do it. Praise God. So the word of God is so important. It's the conveyor, you know, of God's power. So we, we keep on living by the word of God, keep on declaring the word of God says so. The word of God said this. The word of God said, I am rich. The word of God said he became poor so that I through his poverty might be made rich. The word of God said by his stripes I am here. The word of God, the word of God, the word will always prevail. The Bible says in the book of Psalms that thy word is settled forever in heaven and on earth. That word is settled. So if the word is settled, it's settled, it's been tested and proved. And so each time we apply it, it works for us. The word of God is like formula. You know, science students, we work by formula. You know, everything we do is formula. We are calculating, we are, dis we, do, we, are, we, are we are integrating, we are differentiating. Everything is calculation, calculation. Everything in engineering, you know, is, is, is you have to calculate. So 
it's it, 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 it answer to formula. There is nothing, and there is no calculation that does not have formula. So the word of God is the formula for life, the formula for marriage, the formula for finances. So we keep, you know, we keep uh, keep declaring the word and and. Um, Number five, how do we to generate power? You know, through service, Bible says, fervent in spirit and serving the Lord. We must not, we must not slow down our service. Every day we must do something for the kingdom. Every day we expect power. We must do something for the kingdom. Bible talks about being fervent in spirit and serving the Lord. And God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. They're not just seeking Him. You are diligent about it. You are up and doing about it. And finally. Intimacy, true intimacy, true intimacy. The closer you are, the closer you are. You know, we all know, we all know that um, um, if, if somebody if somebody works where they sell petrol and he closes from work, it's it's going to reflect, you know, on his on his on his body. If somebody moves close to that person, you will know that hey, this person works at the petrol station because why? You know, he has stayed long there. He's worked eight hours there. There's no how it's the petrol drop, you know, as you are filling the car, some dropping on your leg and all that. You know, you know it's somehow, somehow, it's, it's going to reflect the smell. It's going to be there. Or somebody does that work where they sell fish, you know, after four coming up, it's going to, everybody is going to know where this person is coming from. So that is how it is. So when we stay in the presence of God, when we spend time in the presence of God, when we are intimate with God, when you go out, everybody will know where you are coming from because you are coming from the presence of power. You are coming from the environment of power and you cannot but manifest this power. So I trust God this morning for every one of us. We are not going out ordinarily this morning. We are not going out as mere men go out this morning. We are going out with the power. We are going out in the spirit of, of the Lord. He said, I am full of power by the spirit of the Lord. When Paul was filled with the Holy Ghost, when Paul began to walk and he, he became intimate with God, he said, I can do all things. I can do It's not Jesus talking, it's Paul. I can do all things in Christ because of power. The man had received power and he had tested that the power works, whether it be finance whether it be, be, be on healing, whether it be on anything, casting out devil or preaching the gospel, he, he has discovered the efficacy, the efficiency of, of power. And so he was able to make declaration that I can do all things in Christ. That's How do we receive power? By asking. So let's go to the presence of the Lord this morning. Let's ask the Lord for power. Say, Lord, endure me with power. Endure me with power, Lord. I need your power. I need your power. I'm 
Receive it in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I want to be a blessing. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Amen. One thing I've discovered about power is that it's, it's very visible. It's provable. It's evidential. Every place in life that God has taken me to every nation of the earth that God has taken me to. I've not been in a house that somebody is looking for a job and I stay for in that house for one week and the person will not get a job. The last time I was in U.S., there was a lady, a girl, 14, 15 years old, that had been operated three times, I think. They had this uh, swollen up in the in the at the neck. The hospital they said was cancerous or whatever, and they were going for the fourth operation. And by the grace of God, after three days, the you know uh, of prayer, the the, the 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 Lord blasted the place. Paul came out and drained. You know, the last time I spoke with them is about four or five years now. And there is no trace that this year has been operated of this, you know, and that operation was stopped. So everywhere I have been to, I have seen God demonstrated power. I have seen God show himself. Whether whether in the north, in the south, in the east, in the west, in America, in Europe, in Africa, in Nigeria, in Kaduna have seen the demonstration of the power of God. I am a testifier to the fact that the power of God works. That same was, you know, John said, that which we have received, that which we have handled, the clear will unto you, bread and touch as I have been given this morning, I release unto you in the name of the Lord. Double portion of this anointing. Amen. Amen. The name of Jesus. Amen. Go and live well. Go Amen. You have the ability. You have the capacity. You have the capability. Oh, you will never be funded again. In the name of Jesus. You will never in the name of Jesus, Amen. go with you this morning. Everything you have been bound, everything Amen. you lose, everything Amen. you Amen. will establish, everything will be granted to you. In the name of Jesus, you. The power is at work in you. The power Amen. is at work. Receive it. Receive it, receive it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we give you praise this morning. We are going to go and do express. And long have our enemies hurt us, oh God.